Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into My Skin Is My Sin on Block Talk Radio. From goons to gods, we welcome everyone. We only have one rule, and that's be respectful. Man, we had to take it old school, old school. We should have Rizzo Islam coming in the building shortly. Um, You know, uh, we was going to try to do it via Skype. His Skype is, is tripping. Man, yo, they be giving uh, your mans the blues, though. Oh, my God. And my bad. Uh, I'm 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 really horrible, and I, and I know I'm not supposed to have dead air. And hopefully I can go back and kind of fix that. Ain't no hopefully. I think I will go back and fix that. Uh, and what I'm doing um, is actually we have two guests today. Yeah, I want to say eight five five eight six nine two. Okay, yeah. All right, so hopefully we can get uh, the brother Rizzo Islam in here for about thirty to forty five minutes, um, and then we'll go live. Uh, with Sky Hook, man, from the Wake Up Show. So that's pretty fucking amazing. Um, man, it's just been a really fucked up day, too, man. It's a really fucked up day, man. Had to see my people get, get, get taken away in cuffs. You know, and I mean, get, 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 uh, you know, they got a little time. And it's just one of the most painful things that, you know, it's my people's. It's one of the most painful things I've ever witnessed. Especially given everything that's happened in my life over the last year. You know, so my whole heart surgery. And the heart surgery thing, man, I and, and maybe I'll just do a show about that. Maybe I'll just do a series about that, man. Because it just, I can't imagine I'm the only person that's going through some of the things I've gone through mentally post-heart surgery. Like, I've talked to people um, with transplants, for uh, for example, and, and not, not all the same transplants, you know, kidneys, some heart, um, liver maybe, um, but they all said that they were, they were changed after the transplant. Like, they... They took on characteristics. Those of them that were able to to correspond a little bit with the uh, the donor's family, um, they come to find out they took on some characteristics of of the donor. Which, if you if you really think about it, it, it makes complete sense. Eight four seven eight five five. Oh, okay. Bet there we go. And let me make sure we. How you doing, King? Good, my brother. How you doing, sir? Doing well, man. Is this Reza Islam? Yes, sir. Yes, it is. I would like to welcome you to my Skinner's Monsignor Radio, man. It has been a long wait. Uh, we are truly honored. Um, it is a privilege. And, and how is your family doing? Yes, sir. All is well. Thankfully to God, brother, just uh, keeping it all together and just keeping the mission going. What about yours? Uh... To be quite honest, man, this, today was one of the shittiest days I've had in a long time. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Um, I had to see my, my brother get locked up today, man. 
Mm, wow. Yeah. Wow. What 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 were they looking at giving him time wise? Uh he got a year. You know. Okay. But, you know, so so it's, it's it's not you know, it's not life or nothing like that. But just Still seeing, rough. yeah, just seeing somebody you love with the cuffs on them like that, and you know you're not going to be able to see them for a minute. Man, right. That hurts. Um. Before we get started, man, it's, I, I I I know they've been giving you hell on social media. If people want to get in contact with you, how they go about doing that? Absolutely. Well, uh, two things they can follow me on the Melanated People app, as well as the Fan Base app. Those are the two other apps that I'm on. And uh, my backup pages on Instagram are currently Message to the Millennials, as well as the Not Another Tuskegee Experiment page uh, on Instagram. Those two are my backups on Instagram. And you've been going hard on the vaccine. Yes, sir. You've <laughs> been going, man. And I've been a nurse for 30 years. Um, oh, wow. Wow. Okay, that's beautiful. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've seen, you know, a lot of people get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. I have not myself. Okay. Um, not mad at people that do. Right. Are you in the same boat? Definitely. Definitely. No, we just, you know, my, my main thing and our major premise is for everyone to have the right to choose to take mm-hmm. it or not. That's the overall premise. And if they choose not to take it, no one should be ostracized or threatened or coerced, you know, out of a job, out of education, et cetera, if they choose simply to not take it. Now, you don't think you've been doing that to other people? As far as the ostracizing, as far as those who do take it? Well, not necessarily those who take it. Um, who is that supposed to have, like, some some take the vaccination, like, event coming up? Who is that? Is that Sierra and somebody else? Um, oh, yeah, this Sunday. That's, uh, yeah, it's a major, I believe it's on NBC. It's on one of the major networks. And you've been going pretty hard on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you don't yeah, look we, at we, it we doing the to. same thing, just, just, just from the, the opposite perspective? No, not at all. My premise is to make sure that you are educated before you promote to the masses of the people about something that clearly you're not educated on, you know, talking about Russell Wilson and Sierra, because Mm -hmm. this is not a topic of dancing, singing, sports, you know, it's not food, it's not something, you know, even if it were food, you know, we're dealing with the lives of the people. So the best thing is to be balanced to know the good, the bad, or to have what is called true informed consent. And the way that they've been promoting it has been totally one-sided. Then just, you know, hey, take the shot. Some of you may not want to. You may have vaccine hesitancy, so-called, but they're not educating the people fully or giving them true informed consent. They're really not giving them both sides of it. And what they're going to do on Sunday, I'm positive. They're Mm -hmm. not going to highlight the VAERS system. I'm positive. They're not going to talk about the over 35,000 adverse reactions. I'm positive they're not going to refer to the over 2,000 deaths that are connected to the vaccines directly. They're not going to do that. So if they're not going to do that, then they are omitting vital information that will have educated people when it comes to them making an informed decision as to whether or not they want to take it. And what they've, they've given out, like 100 million doses so far? Uh, it's nearly 200 million, actually. From my understanding, the last that I checked uh, with the FDA's 
um, board yesterday in their review, they said uh, one came out and said 170 million, and the other came out and said 190 million have currently been vaccinated in America. So it's one of those two, but I heard those two different numbers. Wow. So I don't know, what is it, like 300 million of us plus in this country? Uh, so two-thirds of the country, basically. Pretty much, yeah. America's roughly 328 million as of right now. Shit, bro. Um, damn, <laughs> I did not realize it was that many people. Like, do, mm-hmm. so do you, is it like spitting in the wind there? Is it too late? Uh, well, no, I'll say as of right now, because of the rapid increase in the reactions that were inevitable. I mean, when you said that you have been in the nursing field or in the medical field for roughly 30 years, you know definitely when it comes to encouraging someone to take uh, any vaccination or any shot, you know when it comes to the testing process or the phases that it takes a number of years before the reactions show themselves. You know, I mean, at minimum six months, minimum. So with these shots recently being given to the public in mass doses, uh, many people who have been given these shots, because the way they're highlighting it is saying, well, there have been over 100 million people who have taken these shots, and only six people came down with rare blood clots. They lied heavily because there were six here in America that they highlighted. There's also a large amount in Europe from the AstraZeneca shot, and again, over 35,000 adverse reactions combined from those in Europe as well as America reported to theirs as well as the deaths. So when you put it in proper perspective and give the full understanding of the data, when people say, well, I took it and I feel great, well, mm-hmm. just wait six months to a year. <laughs> just wait a year to two years and see what develops because everyone who knows about vaccine development and processes and phases, they know that all of the reactions are not going to develop within the first week or two or definitely not at the injection site, you know, uh, with the exception of the normal headaches, fevers, you know, different things of that nature. But the real heavy ones, no, those reactions don't show themselves until six months to two years or even three to four years later. And, and, and to be quite honest, like we really won't get a good grasp on it until the next generation because some of this stuff That's like um, when they, what was the first desert storm? They uh-huh. they forced the soldiers to take experimental medications, uh-huh. and some of those medications had adverse effects on their children. That's a fact. That, that is. Uh-huh. Um, wow, that's 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 just crazy. And 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 the way I look at it, to an extent, is that like given the numbers, like you say, you got thirty five thousand adverse reactions. Like like look up insulin, for example. Probably about the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you, you look up pretty much any any medication, um, and the adverse reactions if they stay consistent right there, that's phenomenal. Problem is, like you say, we won't know for a few years. That and also the other thing different with when it comes to insulin or different medications, Advil per se, etc. Mm-hmm. You can sue them if it is shown that those cause you any harm or damage. You can sue them for Advil. You can sue them for insulin malfunction. You can sue them for different things when it comes to vaccines, and particularly from Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, and Johnson & Johnson. You cannot sue them if anything happens to you as a result of taking these shots. 
according to the PREP Act as of recent, as well as the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act of 1986. That's the major difference. Yeah, and that that's a huge problem right there. No liability. <laughs> none at all. And, and if need be, if the press gets too bad, they'll change their name and people will forget about it. Mm-hmm. Precisely. Yeah. That's, that's really the other reason why I'm against heavy promotion, heavy mass promotion of it without the people knowing that side of it. If you can't, you can't promote the people to take something without at the same time letting them know, well, in the case that this does turn out negative for you, or if anything negative does happen to you, you can't sue the manufacturer of this, and therefore you're going to have to deal with whatever it is that happens to you on your own. That That's not in good conscience. That's not following the Hippocratic Oath. That's not good practice of medicine. That's not ethical. That's not moral. So it has nothing to do with a person being for or against vaccines. It has everything to do with people being for good medicine, for good practice, for good uh, morality when it comes mm-hmm. to the health of people. You know, I can't stake my promoting two masses of people. Again, I can't stake that on simply, well, this is a possible good solution, possibly, when that same solution is exempt from liability. I just can't in good conscience promote that to anybody. Does the nation have a hospital? We have plenty of medical professionals. Um, a mm-hmm. physical hospital as of right now, no. We have had multiple clinics before and a few hospitals, definitely uh, before the government came in and pretty much uh, destroyed everything that we had, and that was in the 70s and 80s. So we have plenty of medical professionals, doctors, nurses, epidemiologists, uh, chemists, cardiologists. We have lots, and, uh, and our medical professionals have been analyzing these shots and have been coming out with other solutions and different remedies as well. Okay, um, yeah, I need to be tapped in. I, I, I need a black cardiologist. I know that's totally, mm-hmm. t- t- totally irrelevant to everything, but I had a heart attack <laughs> last year. So oh, you said you did you know, have one. I did. Mm. Okay. You okay. know, so so matter of fact, I know you're big on the health kick. Um, what would you recommend for me, knowing that I had a like I had to have surgery? I got the big ass scar the whole night. And I would prefer mm, not wow. to die anytime soon. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, well, no, what, I, what direction would I you would point me in? thing I would suggest that you do, of course, is remove anything that creates the plaque in the, aor- in the aortic valves or in your heart or anywhere in your body. So that would mean mm-hmm. getting rid of most things that create mucus. You want to cut down on most fried foods, most dairies, most refined sugars. Uh, you want to increase in your fruit intake. So eating more fruit daily, Uh, you want to get a good amount of cardio in daily, roughly 30 minutes to an hour a day, a lot more water, like much more, maybe, you know, at least a gallon a day. Uh, You want to make sure you kind of cut down, I would say, for the majority on heavy meats, especially red meats. So more salads, more green foods, more vegetables, uh, preferably steamed vegetables, and then, of course, raw fruits. Uh, and you want to increase, of course, in your mineral intake and your vitamin intake. And if you do take any type of protein, I recommend you switch over to plant-based protein, not soy, not mm-hmm. whey. And, of course, these are just, you know, these are just recommendations. I know I'm not a, a doctor per se, but these are just basic overall health 
you know, uh, and nutritional recommendations that definitely I know will help you. That's dope. That's dope. I truly appreciate that. Um, and I know we ain't got we ain't got too much time. I want to hit everything. Your favorite MC. Uh, my favorite MC. Jeez, man. Like uh, I, while you think about that, I saw you in Detroit last year, um, mm-hmm. and Neelam was performing. I had no clue who you were, and mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this this dude is huge, and and, and <laughs> you're, you 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 apparently love to dance, bro. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. That's a fact. <laughs> I'm like he is wilding, man. <laughs> I thought that was so that was dope, fresh. man. I am not gonna front, man. And by the way, she her performance, man, is one of the dopest performances I've ever seen, Barton. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's sis, man. She's no joke. Yeah, she is dope. We had Golden Child on the show before too. I noticed you, 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 you really big up the people, the 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 artistic people in the nation. I really appreciate that too. Yes, sir. No, we got we to gotta share the love, man. I mean, that's really what it's about. It's just not a, you know, we have to expose all of the things that are going on, the good, the bad, you know, and the, but the arts is a, an area that has to be focused on because that helps to perpetuate the livelihood of the people. You know, it's the inspiration. And I, and I, was, I was getting ready to ask you something, man. It totally slipped my mind, something, something about the minister. Um, oh, what what drew you into the nation? Or were you born into it, or or was there a moment like like what happened? Oh yeah, no, I was actually born in the nation. That's hence my last name. Actually, I was born in. So I was actually uh, I was born praying in Arabic before I prayed in English. Uh, I prayed, uh, of course, five times a day before you know I I even knew what I was saying. Believe it or not, um, the let me see, the area that I grew up in, Compton, California, it was a part of Compton called Richland Farms. And mm-hmm. I was going to mosque number 54, which is Compton Mosque. I was also attending um, Sister Claire Muhammad School when I was younger. So there was the MUI, which is Muhammad University of Islam, which we still have. And then you had Sister Claire Muhammad Schools, which was the wife of Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. I attended that school when I was younger. So all of this was happening when I was younger, but my... Uh, I'd say around fifth or sixth year is when certain things started happening. You know, my family, some of my brothers and sisters were gangbangers involved in that life. My stepfather is mm. the one who brought our family into Islam. He got locked up. So when he got taken from us, that kind of damaged the foundation of the family. Mm. Uh, people ended up back out in the street. My oldest sister was on skid row on crack cocaine for 16 wow. years. Uh, all this stuff started happening. So I ended up being with my mother. It just ended up being me and her. And so we were just traveling a lot and she was working a lot. So I wasn't going to the mosque for years. I wasn't around the mosque for years, brother. And it wasn't until my mid twenties that I got back around the nation. And that's when, you know, I wrote my letter and, and got back involved uh, in a new unit of time, but got involved heavily, but I was still working mm-hmm. in the community, and, but that's really how it happened, you know, in a, in a nutshell, that's how it happened. So what made you go back home? Really just uh, being in the community, because, you know, you can't be in the inner city and not run into NOI. It's not possible. <laughs> you can't say you're really in the hood and not see the brothers, you know, and again, once the, fam- the family collapsed when I was younger, that happened when I was again, five, maybe six years old. So I wasn't aware 
Right. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, a, it wasn't a conscious thought, oh, I see who this is. No, it was I didn't know. And my mother, she was working as a naturopathic doctor, so she was really just working, 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 and all my siblings were spread out all over the place. Some of them left the state, went to different states, so I never was back around. I wasn't around the mosque, and I, was, I wasn't really around anyone who was at the mosque, again, up until my, I would say, early to mid-20s. When I got back around them, man, I was like, oh, yeah, I need to I need to fall back in. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's really how it happened, and I, I, think, I think a lot every day, man, that it has happened. Wow, that's a beautiful journey right there, man. Um, And I don't know. I, it, I, sometimes I have a little difficulty talking to brothers in the nation because cause you, 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 you know, you, you feel like you got to be on your shit more so. You don't want to be disrespectful. You know, you don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, oh, no, you should be yourself, bro. What happens when the minister steps down? Who's next? Well, we have the executive council, which is consisted of all of the executive leadership in the Nation of Islam, you know, some of those from the research team, you have uh, the student national assistant to the minister, the supreme captain, Brother Mustafa Farrakhan. So you have the leadership uh, on the executive side. And once he steps down, that is who will govern the nation of Islam and the affairs and everything that we do. Uh, that's the actual agenda. That's the plan for how it's supposed to go. Wow. You know, and I think that right there is the problem with a lot of our organizations is there's no no plan of continuity. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, leader X, for lack of a better term, is it. And once that person is gone, it, it falls apart. Mm. Yeah, that's what a lot of people uh, have seen with other organizations, etc. But no, nah, not God willing, not with the nation, brother. That's not how things go in this area. Because we, 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 you know, we don't follow or worship the man. You know, we don't worship. We worship only God, Almighty God, Allah, and we love the minister. You know, however, he follows and worships Allah, worships God. So we don't, mm-hmm. that's not how we are. You know, we, we love the minister, of course, but we know that this is our mission collectively. And so whoever transitions, that energy goes from them into us to continue into the mission. So, you know, it may be hard for us, you know, once he makes that move, but he's made the announcement recently at Savior's Day um, that, you know, that time is coming very soon. It's what he told everyone. He told the whole world that. So we, we're preparing for it, you know, but uh, but we definitely know that this mission is all of ours and we have to continue being strong in the mission. And I got the opportunity of a lifetime uh, in 2020 to actually go to a Savior's Day. And it was the first time I've ever been. I It was a... Uh, it was a beautiful experience, especially it, it being in Detroit and that being my home city. Um, and, and salute to Student Minister Troy Muhammad um, for putting yes, me in touch with your people. That's that's my guy right there. He's really a good brother. That's right. Yes, sir. One of our I don't know what right they there. feeding y'all in the nation, though, man. Like, like <laughs> dudes are giants and shit. <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> like, like it looked like you walking me, man. Like I'm five five, man. I don't even want to be man. Here, man. <laughs> it's a trip. I know, man. I know, <laughs> man. Um, what's what's the what? They say every successful person has like a routine. What's yours? Oh yeah, routine. Well, the first thing you always want to start off with prayer, acknowledging mm-hmm. God and all that you do, or getting back 
you know, connected to the most high. Some people call God by different names, but getting back to the most high supreme being, that energy of the universe, that collective energy, that's first thing. Second, after that, you want to get in some reading. Uh, I do my best to read as well when I start. Then after that, depending on what my schedule is like, if I have an interview, I may have to jump right on that. But if not, then I do my best to exercise. Uh, most of the time I work out at night, but sometimes I do it in the morning and I get a good one hour, maybe an hour and a half workout, weights, calisthenics, etc. And then from there, of course, I go into my day of, you know, interviews, community moves, uh, prepping for content that I need to post online, etc. So that's normally how the routine is for me. And, and and what, as far as what you post online, like like what's 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 your criteria for? Okay, this is acceptable for me to use. Well, the first thing is it has to be the facts. It's got to be factual, <laughs> and uh, not just factual because I've seen it one time or referenced once. I have to cross reference mm-hmm. things three to five times. So I, I have to make sure I go through a rigorous. Um, you know, verification and vetting process because a lot of people post things and they don't realize that it wasn't necessarily vetted good enough uh, so that when they post it, you know, it's not necessarily factual. But I make sure I do that first. And then the second thing is I have to post about the different things affecting us as a people, go mm-hmm. to the root of it, and then provide the solutions for it. That's primarily, you know, how I post and content. And when people when people say, what can I do to help, what's the easiest thing somebody can do? First thing I'll say is get involved in the community in the way that you can by using your gifts and talents. Uh, and if they say, if they're asking how can they help me personally or, or help me or help the mission, there are mm-hmm. different ways to do that. Um, of course, you know, I don't sell to people. Of course not. I do have a book because, you know, the knowledge is uh, there's so much that needs to be known. But at the same time, I knew they were going to start censoring those of us who were involved in certain things in the community. That's why I compiled certain data, graphs, documentation, and put it in this book so that everyone can memorize it. So I have that. I also have the clothing line inspired by the push for the right to choose whether or not a person mm-hmm. wants to be vaccinated. And that clothing line is called Not Another Tuskegee Experiment. And so you have the hats with that, wristbands and shirt. That's also at RezaIslam.com. And then there are, you know, we have an organization called the Intellectual Extremists, and that is dealing with those within the community who are the intellects, who are helping the community in different ways uh, and involved in different fights. So that part is also another thing that we're doing when it comes to different camps, educational moves that we do within the community, community cleanups, et cetera. That's a lot of uh, other things that are being developed as we speak. Yeah, yeah. You you still out in Compton? Yes, sir. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man, yeah, I've never it, been it to Compton. I've heard about it though. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful city, man. I mean, you know, it's it is where the Crips originated. That is a fact. That is a fact. You know, but there there are, there's families down here. Plenty of families. You know, good people. Uh, it's a lot of love down here. You know, so. I do recommend people to visit so that they can see it for themselves. It's not it's not a bunch of people running down the street shooting each other. That's that's not <laughs> the overall of what Compton is. Um, it does still exist though, so I can't you know act as if it doesn't. But there's a lot more to it when you get down here. When you see it, you'll see it's really a, you know a beautiful city. 
But at this point, like like niggas in the hood know who you are. Oh yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> you know, so so they're that's not definitely. bothering you. You know, no, I, I, no, no, I, I would like to think. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's the, the the city protects. You know, it protects me. It protects all all of the all the brothers. You know, out here, the sisters out here, especially when we're walking down the street. Yeah, I'm, I have family, a lot of family, who live in Compton, um, and then all the hoods, all the gangs down here know who I am. I know them, the politicians, the store owners, for the most part, you name it, um, and then all the surrounding cities also. You know, so it's just it's the more you get involved in helping the people, the more people will come to know you for that. So I'm I'm thankful to be known for something good because. You know, either way, you get known for something good or bad, you get known. That's the point. I mean, but let's be honest. The streets know that they don't, you don't want no smoke with the NOI. No, 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 because no. the because the streets yeah. are. You know, we we are the streets. You know, we we're all family, so they know. Yeah, no, they know. Oh, you trust me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have seen it, bro. You know, and it, it it's a respectable way too. You know, it's not yeah, you know like, like like no beastie shit. It's uh no. you know I, we're not about to push you down, but we're not about to be touched. Right, that's a fact. Yeah, it's definitely mutual respect. It's love. It's support. You know, it's, there's no reason to attack one another. No, they we people, everyone knows what we're about. You know, we we attend all the candlelight vigils where before the vigils even happen, we're standing in between the gangs and the guns. We're, we're bringing in conflict resolution, ending beefs between hoods. I mean, this is a this is a, a standard that we're involved in on a constant basis, you know. So, so the hood is they know us very well. We we love our people, so that's really all it is. I tell you what, I have noticed, um, and, and especially with with, with with Troy Muhammad, is the outreach to people outside of the nation. I think mm-hmm. that has gotten so much better over my lifetime. Um, it, it's almost like night and day. It seems to me that early on, you know, and I'm I'm damn near fifty. Early mm, on, wow. you know, the nation was insulated. You know, this is us. Y'all do y'all, but this is us. But now it's more like you know what? This is we. We just mm-hmm. on this side. You know, we would love for you to be in the mix with us, but we want to help regardless. And I think that that the outreach to the youth. To the, especially in Detroit, the young, just some of the rappers, like I would never think, you know, down with the nation. I think that's just a beautiful thing, man. I got to commend you and and everybody else in the nation. Yes, sir. No, I mean it's, it's you know these are our people. It's our people. So the the amount of work that has taken place for years, brother, it has collected and you know built up to this point. That's that's just really what it is, and there's no judgment. There's see, it's funny when people say the nation. The nation is not separate from black and brown people. We literally are black people. It's, it's, <laughs> we're from the yeah. same hood. We, we was on the drugs. Some some of our you know brothers and sisters used to sell drugs. Was in jail. You know, was prostitutes. You name it. So we are the streets that we came out of. We are. We literally are. So that's that's why it's so much easier. Um, but like you said, the more of us reaching out and being more involved, it was a it was really a time situation. It was really a time situation. Uh, mm-hmm. That and also a circumstance with how this enemy has operated. You know, they made it to where we couldn't help our people as much because of certain manipulations that they would create. They would try to create beefs between the people and us, and they would try to frame different narratives around what a nation only looks out for Muslims and, you know, all kinds of 
craziness, you know, and they would try to pin us against the Christian brothers and these. That's, that's just how the enemy works. But, you know, over time, people see. They, they see. I, like, they see what I, the news is. Yeah. I think sometimes, I'm going to be fair here, bro. I think sometimes the fervor mm-hmm. clouds the the delivery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I've 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 heard somebody uh, talk about uh, uh, Jesus as a sky daddy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Jesus or God, but as a sky. And 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 like if you, if you're in the nation and you say, well, you're sky daddy, that's offensive mm-hmm. to that person. Oh yeah, definitely. People will get offended. Individuals, everyone has a different level of tolerance or understanding, awareness, and knowledge. So. You know, and even when it comes to in the nation, definitely, definitely, you know, in, in the heat of the moment and that spirit and, you know, you want to teach the truth. Sometimes a brother, I've heard it before, you know, where a brother may say something in a way that could have been more refined, you know, exactly. that could have been a little better worded um, so that we don't offend our brothers and sisters because a lot of us came out the Christian church. I know I didn't come out of Christian church, but a lot, most of our people came out of Christian church. Most of the uh, members in the nation came out of Christian church. You know, so it's like we, so we get it. And that's so, so it's, you know, it's a passionate thing. Um, But at the same time, we have to be aware when we're being passionate. And that's something the minister has taught us for years. That's, that's been a Mm -hmm. part of how we're, you know, be mindful of how you deliver the truth, you know, especially when it comes to our brothers and sisters who are Christian, you know, we, we have to just be mindful because it can be offensive. That's, that's very true. You know, we do our best not to offend, uh, it's just sometimes that in the heat of that passionate moment, sometimes, you know, like you said, I've heard it myself, the things may come out in a way where it's kind of, kind of stings, yeah. you know, like, it's petty. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's you like, know, it's like, it's like, like, it's like uh, re- religious pettiness. <laughs> like, you know, hey, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah. Our, our guy over here is dope. Your guy over there is smoking. You know, it's just, right, just right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. We definitely been guilty of that. I know, I know, I have. I know, I've been guilty of that myself at, at a certain point. Seriously, I can't even lie, man. It's like, hey, you, you know, when you get the truth and you want to just, you just want to just toss, you want to throw flames, and it's not intentional at your own people. You just want to hurl truth at falsehood wherever it is. You know, so it's the it's the lie or the falsehood that we want to throw it at, and sometimes how we're passionate can come off in a way where it can be offensive, even when we're talking about the, the sky daddy in that context that's being referred to as the, the white man that we look at as God. And mm-hmm. that's, that's how it has, you know, it's, it's much more clear when you say it that way. Then people can yeah. understand like, oh, yeah, white, white sky daddy. Oh, yeah, I get that. All right, well, that's yeah, slavery yeah. thing. I get it. You know, so, but, yeah. but still, it's, like it's, you it's said, of course, proper context is everything. That's a fact. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you just want to get up under a nigga's skin. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that, we, that I mean, we too. normally want to do it for the enemy, for the enemy. That's what <laughs> and, but again, and, and, and like you said, that that whole Christian thing, bro. I, man, I know I used to be a, a Christian. Well, a what I would what I thought was a mm-hmm. negative Christian slayer, meaning slaying the lies that were taught to us by the white Christians. That's specifically what the intent was. Not realizing when you generalize. Just how people generalize Muslims, generalize yeah. black people, generalize, you know, yeah. like it's, you got to, you can't be generous. You have to be specific. The more specific you are, the more clear things are and the easier people can receive them. So, you know, we've all in our period of um, immaturity, spiritual immaturity and intellectual immaturity, uh, while having high levels of passion, 
definitely have offended people. I know that's for, like I said, for myself, I know I've done that. <laughs> for real. I, like, man, I've had to apologize a number of times. Like, you know what? I get it. I, I, I heard that playback on the video. I heard that. That was kind of rough. That was kind of rough. <laughs> I'm not I mad it, at I that. I, I, I can respect that, yeah. bro. I really can. Yeah. What's the, um, what's the, 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 the fairest criticism of you? To the point where you went home and you said, you know what, they they may be right about this one. Let's see. Hmm. I've had a number of them, but I'll I'll say, and I'm not speaking of just, you know, when the enemy is talking, trying to create a lie and say it's critique, but I mean a legitimate critique, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard was, this was some years back, though, but when it comes to our generation, is when I was told that I, you know, uh, that I was judging too much. Mm. You know, I was judging, okay. I was, uh, judging us, you know, this is what I heard from a few of our, my younger brothers and younger sisters. They were like, man, I feel like you, you judge me. And this is, like I said, this is years ago, brother, because we've all been, you know, we've all had to go through our stages of development. You know, we've all had to grow and, and mature. And so I didn't see it. And then when I got home and I really thought about what they said, I was like, damn, yeah, I'm thinking I'm just teaching them or helping them. And I was, yeah, it was kind of judgmental for real it really was I, I had to really back up and say yeah you know what that was wrong right then you know next time i saw him i had to let them know like you know what no i see what you're saying and you you were right you were definitely right and i'm I'm going to work on that because i can't do that you know because I, I i'm not perfect you see what i'm saying and, and at one point i didn't know then what i know now so that's what i had to let them know like nah you you right about that and, I, and i'll do my best to to work on that and not do that anymore yeah, the older I've gotten, the the more conscious I am of, okay, yeah, that was fucked up. Let me go back and tell them. Definitely. I didn't care too Definitely. much when I was younger. Right. <laughs> you know, I kind of blamed them. Well, that's, that's your soft ass. You know. Right. Now right. I realize, you know, like I could have got a lot more done had I been a little bit more conscious of my delivery. Man, I'm telling you. Tell yeah. Getting, getting old is a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> Growing up, we're getting wise. I'll call it getting wise. I didn't prepare myself. Like I see, like mm. like 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 that's one thing I love about the nation is that it ain't just a spiritual journey. You know, they want to make sure that that health wise you are on point. Mm-hmm. And because that's like fact. like like a lot of brothers, especially in the hood, making it to twenty five is like wow, I fucking made it to twenty five. I wasn't supposed to, so I didn't plan to get here. Mm-hmm. So now That's I gotta kind of try to make up for the last five years of fucking up, and then that 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 next thing you know you're thirty, mm-hmm. and you got badass <laughs> habits. I'm drinking way too much. I I, I had right. smoked like I was up to like almost two packs of cigarettes a day. Mm-hmm. That's, I had yeah. I had to damn near die to quit smoking. Mm. See, mm. That's, yeah. It gets it gets like that for some people. It gets it has to get to that point, which is yeah. very sad, you know. Yeah, but but thankfully, does. you know, thankfully it didn't end at that point. You know, you were able to come back from it. Thankfully, man, we still working on it, you know. But I keep waking up, man. And I keep being thankful and, and and trying to find my spiritual journey. You know, mm-hmm. it's making me think about shit. I'm gonna die some at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, make it count, but make every day count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, you married yet, bro? Married? No, not yet. But one day I, I really. What you waiting on, man? I, I know the ladies love you. 
Well, it's been it's been just the work, man. I just been working, brother. I haven't had the the right one. I ain't never found the right one, but uh, God willing, I, I believe you know by the end of this year, you know, God willing, uh, that should be something that will be an accomplishment that I can say I've been able to achieve. God willing, that's what I'm really pushing for. Yeah, we need we need we need another generation of greatness like yourself, bro. Come on, man. Get it together. Man, I'm man, you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely something I'm working on, that's a fact. Yeah, no doubt, man. And, and you know what, man? It is it the journey is so much more beautiful with four eyes. Hmm. Hmm. That's a fact. I know, man. I'm about to write that that down. That was epic. That was there. That was that was that was that was deep. That was deep, brother. You're right. I tapped myself in the back. <laughs> <laughs> the first first line of my my book, man. But, but um, mm-hmm. and what, what is the name of your book, man? And and how do I cop the book? Well, you said you don't cop. It. Yes, sir. It's called Message to the Millennials, and you mm-hmm. can get it at RezaIslam dot com. All right, and what I'm gonna do, man, is I'm gonna uh, transfer uh, this show off of Blog Talk. It'll automatically go up on Apple. But I was talking to myself in the beginning for the first couple of minutes, so that that one probably won't be the best. Um, I'll, the Spotify one and the Google Play will be a little bit better because I'll go back and clean it up. Gotcha. Okay. Is there yes, is there anything you want to leave with the people before you go? I'll just say at this time, you know, we definitely want to make sure and pay close attention to who it is that we are listening to, and we should get in where we fit in to do something for ourselves, you know, really should do something for ourselves, help our people find out as many solutions as possible to what is going on and apply those solutions as quickly as possible because we're really at the end of a certain point of things as this world, you know, where this world is. So the more Mm -hmm. we unite, come together, do something for ourselves, we'll be more successful. It's not really about pointing fingers at anyone, uh, although everyone needs to be held accountable for what they do. But we really have to focus right now and get things done for ourselves so that we can really have true freedom, justice, and equality. Absolutely. One more question before I let you go. Who is somebody to look out for that you think is dope that's not in the nation? Let me see. So want to look out for, you mean musically or just period? Just period. Somebody you think this person is just dope and, and, and really would be a blessing to our black people. Hmm. Let me see. Let me see. Man, there's so many, brother. There's so many out here. Uh, I'll pick one. Let me see. This is a good sister. My name is Starrock, the MC. Fire. Uh, what was the name of the last? Uh, oh, damn. It's on the tip of my tongue. I cannot remember. Sharecropper. Well, that shit is a fucking classic. Man, Excuse my language. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> oh, my God. One of the best CDs that I've heard in a long time. Hey, check out Brick and this guy, Brick X, is it Bell X Brick or Brick X Bell? I believe it's Brick X Bell. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that? I have not, actually. I oh, have. you got to do your, do your soul a favor, bro. Listen to that. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay. You, you, you're you're going that. to be addicted. Yes, yes. Um, on, on that note, man, and shout out to your your assistant for being the most patient person on uh, in the galaxy. Truly appreciate <laughs> your effort and getting you on the show finally, even with the little mix up. Sorry we couldn't do the Skype, really wanted to. Um, 
But just to have your greatness on my skin is my sin is way more than we could ask for. So thank you, bro. Um, if for some reason there's something possibly we can do for you, please let me know and I got you. Yes, sir. And I appreciate you, brother. I'm honored to be on. Definitely. No doubt, man. You have a good one, man. And peace. Yes, sir. You as well. Peace.